You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Scott Feibusch. Well, after more than two decades as America's best-selling beer, Bud Light has slipped into second place. As WXXI's Randy Gorman reports, the top seller, according to recent numbers, is a beer with a Rochester connection. Modelo Especial, a Mexican lager, overtook Bud Light in U.S. retail dollar sales in the latest monthly figures. Grupo Modelo, the Mexican brewer, is owned by Anheuser-Busch InBev, the same parent company of Bud Light. But Victor-based Constellation Brands is licensed to sell Modelo in the U.S., It's a milestone in Bud Light's months-long sales decline since April, when critics who were angered by the brewers sending a commemorative can to transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney vowed to boycott the brand. Bud Light has also faced backlash from Mulvaney's fans, who think the brand didn't do enough to support her. Meantime, according to the business website Quartz, all U.S. leading light beer brands have a history of supporting LGBTQ rights. Quartz notes that Constellation Brands partners with Stonewall Sports. That's an organization promoting LGBTQ representation in sports. And it says that Constellation was also listed as a top place to work for LGBTQ people several times over the years. Randy Gorman, WXXI News. A committee is visiting communities around the state to promote a greater understanding of the history and achievements of New Yorkers of African descent. Formed by Governor Kathy Hochul's executive order, the State Commission on African American History recently stopped in Buffalo. Speaking at that city's Michigan Street African American Heritage Corridor, Assembly Majority Leader Crystal Peoples-Stokes said black history is extremely important. Black history is American history, because honestly, we built this country. We built every part of it. We built New York State. There's not, there's not many building standards that were built back then that we were not working. Now, maybe we were not being paid, but we did the work. The commission is chaired by New York Secretary of State Robert Rodriguez. He says they're charged with presenting ideas that recognize the full histories, rich legacies, and cultural contributions made by African Americans and black New Yorkers to the state and to the nation. Well, Governor Hochul used the Javits Center in New York City on Thursday to host a first-of-its-kind event in the state. This is New York's first-ever youth mental health summit happening right before our very eyes. Hochul addressed attendees and a 1,000 experts and stakeholders about two main culprits she says are affecting young people today, the effects of the pandemic and social media. She called on those platforms to step up and be a part of the solution. She said government also has a moral imperative to step up. I want our panelists and our moderators to be engaged in a way that you walk out of here and say, yes, I now know what I must do. On the same day, the state's Cannabis Control Board was issuing the first new dispensary licenses for applicants in the Finger Lakes region. Some cultivators in the business say they're fighting for their survival. The board met in Buffalo, where members heard from people like Jeff Jones, a farmer from the Finger Lakes region. He said, well, New York may have had good intentions with its fledgling cannabis industry. It needs to act now to increase access to markets. I am profoundly disappointed in the current direction and deeds of the state of New York and the many entities represented in this room. Collectively, these agencies are not moving fast enough to create a viable marketplace for small businesses. Many who spoke want the state to approve a proposal now that would allow licensed businesses to set up shop in a farmer's market-like setting. Richard McCullough of Rochester told the board his concern is how to help black farmers afford the chance to enter the cannabis market. A major focus of the state's cannabis law is social and economic equity and incentivizing those who have been affected the most by cannabis prohibition. But McCullough says many trying to break into the business need grants or low-interest loans to get started. 
Rochester has a slate of Juneteenth events happening over the weekend. WXXI's Noemi Lopez tells us why officials say these events are important. Juneteenth events in the city kick off on Friday with a block party hosted by City Hall. On Saturday, a Juneteenth festival will take place at Martin Luther King Park. Other organizations across the greater Rochester area are hosting events of their own to recognize the holiday. Kara Osipovich is the special events coordinator for the city. It's important to um, recognize um, and celebrate at the same time, and that's what these events aim to do. Osipovich says for the block party, Mayor Malik Evans will be giving his remarks on the historical significance of the holiday, and they will be raising the Juneteenth flag. But it's also about bringing the community together. You know, we're still doing that post-COVID emergence, and, and we, love, we love having events and getting together. Noemi Lopez, WXXI News.